Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We are back, Boots, Balls and Bras with MS Eat Well, myself and Earth Pond. It's 8am, so an early one, Earth. We've decided to go and do a preview show of England or the Lionesses against China as opposed to doing a reflection and a debrief because we've got Friday's show when all the group games are over. We're going to go into more detail about that. So we're just going to hit it off with China, England. And um, yeah, we have to win, must win game because... If we don't win this, it looks like we are facing the host nation, Australia, who looked very good yesterday in their 4-0 victory over Canada. What are you saying, Ernst? Yeah, absolutely amazing um, to see them go through. And we know about the buzz that's happening in the country. And it would have been, I think, a tragedy if they'd sort of fallen out. Um, we know that New Zealand's exited um, the World Cup, but I think it's great for Australia. We saw what how they played against the Lionesses before, so... They're definitely going to be kind of buzzing around knowing that they've done it before and even more so on the world stage. And if anyone knows about the benefits of having a home crowd, mm-hmm. the Lionesses will definitely know that from, from the Euros. So I think Australia is definitely someone to avoid um, at this moment in time where it, it can be seen maybe as we're still trying to figure it out um, mm-hmm. and they're ready to to take it by the scruff of the neck. But exciting. Mate, honestly, yeah, doing obviously doing the Australia Canada game yesterday. Obviously, going into the game, obviously Canada were slight favourites just because of the head-to-head fixtures they've had before. Mm. And I was thinking, we cannot have two host nations disappear <laughs> from this tournament. It will be an absolute, honestly, a disaster in terms of like the fans and momentum of like keeping the tournament alive. But we obviously had the talk of Sam Kerr. Was she going to be fit to play? They obviously mm. announced that she was going to be fit. Then the lineups come out, she's not in it. Then the warm-ups are watching the warm-up, she's not running, she's got a puffer coat. <laughs> I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my God, like they're not like Sam Kerr's not there. And obviously in the two opening games, Australia without Sam Kerr, in my opinion, were poor and they didn't really know any other way to play. But let me tell you this, the manager of Australia, he did a fantastic job in, in literally tactically changing everything about their team. Mm-hmm. They pretty much went a 4-2-4 brave. And uh, yeah, it paid off. They got like, you know, two, I'm saying two first half goals and obviously two second half to kill the game off. But Sam Kerr yeah. wasn't needed. So she's got four more days to recover before the uh, round of 16. But yeah, a team yeah. now uh, with the momentum, the mm-hmm. Lions need, they will want to avoid them because now they're no, 100%. 100%. And that's what I'm saying. Like the last game they won, they've got the momentum. They haven't got their, I guess, poster girl, star girl, like even playing yet. So imagine what what it's going to look like with that addition to to the team. And I think for me, I don't know if I even had Canada down as favourites. I think we, we talked about it on our previous pod. There's mm-hmm. been so much noise around federations, pay, all the things mm-hmm. that are not football related, which has, I don't know, in, in my opinion, that has hindered their preparation. So whether that's in terms of people's commitment when they're training or them doing that extra bit because actually they're committed to the cause. Like everyone knows they're going to go to a World mm-hmm. Cup and they're going to play, but have they been doing that bit more? Like have they stepped it up from being Olympic champions? And I think there's been, just been so much happening off the field. And this is the thing that 
annoys me is the nice word that I'm gonna I'm gonna put um, where the football just can't be doing the football. And yeah, mm-hmm. I just hope we're not getting to that stage with other stuff that's happening around honestly, that's England. so right though because uh, honestly like I completely forgot about all that nonsense going off off the pitch and mm. of course those, these things need to be dealt with but right before a World Cup a major t- a competition for me it's crazy even the Lioness stuff there's obviously the, f- the French stuff that got dealt with a little earlier yeah. there's just too much noise around the nations which has probably hindered I think performance in most nations because we're yet to see a standout team I mean Japan have been standout for me so far but um Having said that about the Canadians, you know, they're the first Olympic champions to get knocked out of a group stage of a World Cup. Oh, Madness. It doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, it does It does surprise me, but it doesn't surprise me in terms of, of the nonsense. But for me, it's just really annoying when you've got legends like Sinclair, which potentially could be her last yeah. World Cup. I think it is, isn't it? And and these are the stuff that we're having to, to battle, like yeah. outside of football. It Mad, just, it? It, yeah, it really, it really does annoy me. But, yeah, we've got we've got China to look forward to, as you mentioned. Um, Do you know what? Uh, no, you know what? I was, you know what I was thinking, right? It just it just put, it crossed my mind before. You know, think back to twenty nineteen World Cup when we qualified out of the group. We played uh, Cameroon, didn't we, in the last yeah. sixteen? I don't know if you remember. And I was thinking, yeah. obviously, like for like in terms of if we win the group, we're going to play Nigeria, who ain't no pushover. I mean, obviously, seen their performance against um, Australia. Mm-hmm. They obviously, took a draw against uh, Canada and Ireland. So, I think both of those fixtures. Currently, are difficult for this Lioness squad. Just with a, we're just with, you know, we 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 have a fragile squad coming into the tournament. We're even more fragile with obviously the injury to Kira, which the, the, the positive coming out of camp was that it wasn't an ACL um, yeah. injury. So I think that's a huge positive. But the fact that they're not, they're quite tight-lipped on everything else around the injury suggests mm-hmm. to me that she might not play any part or any further part in in the tournament. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think even if we compare it to the Sam Kerr injury where they were kind of like, she's going to be back soon. It's not mm-hmm. that we we actually physically saw that injury. Yeah. And that doesn't look like something that you can ice and put a bit of deep heat on and manage and come <laughs> back. What do you mean? You forgot the sponge. <laughs> I know. <laughs> literally. I, I, and I say that because Farrah literally would play oh. with like one knee and would be like, no, it's fine. And it's be like right. swollen like a balloon. But where the game is now, and yeah, the well-being piece. There's been so much around well-being, and, and I guess as as England, they're trying to lead by example. So I don't mm. think they're going to rush anyone back. We've seen that in terms of the players that have been left out of the squad. Um, in terms mm. of risking any any injuries, I think it, it's more long term in terms of the players' welfare rather than trying to win the World Cup. Yes, Kira would be disappointed, and she'd, she'd want to play like every other player. But I think yeah, if she comes back. Miracle, right? I'm, I'm expecting Bob Marley or someone to come back because <laughs> <laughs> that is, I promise you, these are this is like once in a lifetime miracles. Like yeah. I haven't seen it happen before. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's difficult. But other exciting fixtures in the in the game. Uh, I know just, uh, let me just touch on that because you know you talk about the well-being piece. It was, it was an interesting one. Obviously, I did the game yesterday with Rachel Brown and yeah. Gabby Logan, and obviously they were talking about Sam Kerr playing a part. And mm. I was like, if she plays a part. Right, all this talk around well-being of players, blah blah blah, and the manager obviously said, you know, we'll play if you need to, but we've been told it's a risk. That would have been playing neglection, right? They would have been neglecting their well-being by mm-hmm. by playing them in a game where she was still high risk to to, to play. Yeah. And I was having this debate with Rach, and she was like, yeah, but we would have done it. And I said, the game's changed from when we were in it, mm-hmm. from when we played with broken toes and broken ankles and whatnot and tears in our quads, casts, you name it. 
from yeah. that well-being piece and, and player um, protection back then to now, it, it can't happen. And I and I, I literally was saying in Shudo, like obviously off air, but I was like, they can't play her. Yeah. Because they didn't even warm up. So you're right in terms of Kira, even if she's 50-50, which looking at the, the, how, how, how she went down doesn't look like it's an injury she can return from as quickly in this tournament. If they try and risk that, that's nah. that's pure player neglection. Nah, they, so, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they will. I think, like you said, it, it's bigger than than just the World Cup. And and now yeah. players are products. Like it, it's a business. Like mm-hmm. before, me and you might have been I was worth a product. We, we would be <laughs> worth a wagon wheel or something like that. Now <laughs> these lot, they've got some zeros. Like uh, literally, clubs right. are going to be fuming. Like not, it's not just the federation. Yes, we want them mm-hmm. to, to play and win, but yeah, that they, they, they've got a price tag on them. On them no, now. did I? No, I we cheap. were. I was just cheap, though, innit? <laughs> you, were, you were like a wagon wheel. Price of a wagon wheel. <laughs> they're expensive now, though. They're not. They're not ten p anymore. Fifteen p. Surely they're out of date because no one's buying wagon wheels in twenty twenty three. We'll have to check that out. But I'm still. I'm still sure they're the jam and the caramel one somewhere, and the plain one. The plain one was oh, dead. Oh Who even bought God. that plain one, by the way? Nobody. You, because you tasted it. I've never tasted it. The plain one is like, it's like watching some of these teams play in the tournament, to be fair. It's that dry. <laughs> oh, gosh, don't. But no, like you said, um, I guess Nigeria won't be a pushover. Oh. Like, I don't know. They're a very physical team. Um, I've, I don't know if anyone's watched people Nations. You, yeah, when you play against like, African nations, right, mm-hmm. one thing I can assure you is that if there's a ball, yeah, 80-20 in my favour. <laughs> Let me tell you, they're getting there first. <laughs> so so I'm telling you, I don't even know what they have. I don't know what it is with them. They're full out. They're like, I'm getting there anyway. Even if I'm not getting there, I'm getting there. Yeah. And you know what? You know what worries me a little bit about that? Is that with all the injuries the lionesses have had, right? Mm-hmm. There will be that little bit in the back of their mind of that, like that, that fear factor is in like, mm-hmm. I don't want to get injured. And with that little bit of mind, if they have it, I mean, I hope they don't. Yeah. If they do, and it's playing on their mind a little bit, and they come up against the Nigeria, the physicality mm-hmm. of the Nigerian team currently, we're in trouble. Lauren James. Trouble. Oh, Lauren James. James. You don't care. No, wait, yeah. Lauren James, can you get some proper shin pads oh, if we God. get Nigeria, please? Because <laughs> you might need them. You can't yeah. be wearing those pop socks. Yeah, we need yeah. Yeah. the cricket ones. You know the ones that you used to have back in the day? They used to <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't even control the ball. I would, never, off everything. I would never wear them. You're mad. I couldn't even run in them. My boots didn't fit with them on. Oh my god! I had to get two sizes up. Wow! It looked like you had a twisted ankle, boy. Those Crazy. those ankle pads were funny. Anyway, um, on to uh, the. Can uh, I just say something to you, right? Before we move on to like other nations, let me just hit because obviously England are playing in a few hours' time. I'm obviously excited. Yeah. Need to get out of these clothes and get my shirt on. That's for sure. But I've been having a little reflection. You know, like from my team selection that I spoke about in um in the week where a couple of people kind of, you know, was trying to agree with me finally. Uh-huh. I've actually reflected on that and I'm thinking to myself, and the reason, if we go back to my starting 11 for, for this China game, I said I'd play Lucy, Millie, Alex Greenwood, Rach Daly, and then I said I'd have Zellum and Georgia Stanway sitting as a two just to practice to try it. I said I'd have Lauren James Central as a 10. Mm-hmm. And then I said I'd have Lauren Hemp, Russo and um, Chloe Kelly. I've actually changed my mind a little bit. And the reason why I've changed my mind, right, is because I'm half thinking, if you think about the way that England played the other day, right, so where Lauren James was more central mm. and then obviously Daly was high, I actually thought that 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 combination connection there was really good. I think it was our 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 strength in our team. I thought the way that they linked up was very good. 
if we're going to play with two holders, right, which is what I think we should do now, Kira's not there, I think we have to play with two holders. Yeah. We need, we still need two tens. The way that we play, we need two tens. We need to get that in there. So I'm thinking, actually, Toon should start in the 10, take out him, put Lauren James on the left, but obviously she plays narrow anyway. So yeah. it looked like we've got two tens, like a box midfield, like in possession with obviously rates daily high. It'll just mean that Lucy Bonds has to be more positionally disciplined and obviously on our right-hand side, a little bit more defence-minded. I just mm. think that might be a better option for us against this China team. Yeah, um, it's it's that's it's a good it's a good tactic. And I, do you know what? You just got me thinking in terms of like we haven't really looked at any other options on the bench. Like I haven't really even thought about any of the other players that maybe haven't even started or or got a, a look in. And it made me think like is is there a role for Neve Charles? Is there any sort of mix in like bring her in and put date like further up or I don't know. She just looks like someone. I like who Charles. I like team. Charles. Yeah. I, like, I like Carl as well though. Earth, but. I don't know, like, there's not a place for them yet. Mm. Like, I, I don't think we've even, we've, we haven't even got our connections right yet to be tampering and, and tinkering with the team, in my opinion. Yeah. Obviously, we've been forced into a change with Kira being out. I think that's the only change really we should make, and that's what I started to think about. Let's yeah. not change too much, because obviously, Lauren coming in central, obviously, we know Hemp can do a, a job down the left-hand side, but actually... Let's not forget how impactful both Daly and James were on that left-hand side. And obviously, on reflection, I was thinking, okay, maybe the only change needs to be somebody replacing Kira right now. Yeah, the, the okay. only thing that only thing that sticks in my mind is it was really effective, but only for twenty minutes. Yeah, because then England lost their way a little bit. So I don't, so, I don't so much. That's, think that's what I'm trying to say. That, like, I don't think it was so much that that, that James and Daly weren't doing their same that movement patterns. It was just the fact that obviously we lost Kira not long after that 25 minute period. Mm. We went off for like 30, what 38 minutes, whatever it was. So yeah. I think that had a huge impact on how we played in the second half. So oh. yeah, but that's enough on the line. Let's let's hope they get the three points. Um, either way, we look like we're there or thereabouts qualified. And we'll obviously touch on that on Friday when we talk about like all the teams that are qualified out of it. But uh, on, England. Come on, Lionesses. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Erfa, talk to me, please, about Colombia, Germany. Oh, Arriba! my Oh, my. Where do we start, please? I mean, there's only one place to start, right? Go on. Uh, no, 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 you go, you go, you go. No, go I'm already, on. I, no, no, I'm already like, you go. Can we, can we, give, a, can we give a drum roll for Linda? I know, I know, I know. Linda, listen, Linda, uh, Linda. Listen, Linda. Listen, listen, Linda. Linda. <laughs> let me tell you, Linda. Linda, <laughs> Linda listen, Linda. Uh, the way that she manipulated 
the defenders from start to finish yeah mm -hmm. there was too much there was too much technical detail in her goal like that we just haven't spoke about i don't know if anyone saw it if you haven't you need to go on youtube or whoever showing it i know itv obviously bbc have showed the clip of the goal but yeah. mate it's fine the footwork the way that like from when she received the ball inside the box right she was waiting she shaped up she got herself shaped thinking okay let me wait for the next defender exactly you know what i hate defending i hate doubling up as a two you know why because yeah. nobody takes responsibility how many times yeah let me just let me just let me just think about messy how many times does messy skip between two you know when people go we need to double up on messy and yeah. he skips between them he skips between them because neither the defenders make a decision that was pretty much what happened in the germany game yeah, saying yeah. she's waiting come to me as soon as you come i've got you both yeah. shifted it with her right shifted it with her left pushed it that pushed her for the outside of her right foot open the goal up and if you haven't seen the goal i promise you you need to go and watch it because i've been batting for a couple of days and just bent it bins what i mean like bins bins <laughs> like can you have a word with your with your commentate commentators please because they were acting like that was some normal normal goal and i'm like seen it before. that weren't normal that ain't normal that's like that's that's telephone box stuff that's, that's like literally it, like yeah. but the, look at the age and that's, that's She's still got that fearlessness. That's what I love about it. In terms you know what, of Erfa, you know where you know where some of that comes from. I, I read obviously the story. She she overcome ovarian cancer at the age of fifteen. What yeah, a flooded story that is. So what I'm saying is strength that has come from that. Like if you watched her play, like obviously she scored in a in a debut mm -hmm. in the World Cup, and in that goal, like I reckon some of her strength definitely comes from some of the battles she's and you yeah, know she's, she's overcome. Oh. That's what I'm saying. There's there's more, and this is the thing when I, when I look when I look at the game and the stuff that we're seeing in the World Cup. There's so much more than mm. just the football. Like, exactly. if you can overcome something like that, that's literally life-threatening. When you get on that pitch, you are in, like, are you alive or are you living? She I'm is living. living. Let me tell you, she's making the most. Like, every stage she's been put on, from the, like, on the youth World Cups to the Women's World Cup, she's like, wherever you want to put me, I am going to perform. Because yeah. this, like, this is when they take, like, literally, it could be my last day. Like, or I've yeah. been given a second chance. And let me tell you, Linda, 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 listen, <laughs> listen and you, you don't are, know the Linda Joe. You better go on YouTube and type it in, <laughs> mate. She, uh, that hashtag Linda, better overtake Linda. that Linda, Linda. Listen, yeah, yeah, her goal. Can we get her goal up? Oh, like, we need to make a hashtag. To we make the goal, like, over overtake that. But yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And we talked about it before these smaller nations, give them the chance and give them resources, I promise you, they will absolutely, yeah. they will absolutely show up. And the Germans, it's not but no that, small team. It wasn't even like, it wasn't even one of those, it wasn't even a fluke result. That's the thing. It wasn't even yeah. a fluke result. Mm -hmm. The performance from start to finish, the way that they were much more physical in their 1v1 one, one duels all over the park, mm -hmm. the Germans couldn't find a way. They're getting frustrated. They frustrated them for 97 minutes until they scored their winning goal. Yeah. And you know what, Earth? I played against um, Colombia in the uh, 2015 World Cup. Let me tell you, their fans is like having another 10 players on the pitch. <laughs> they are mad, mad, mad crazy. I promise you. Mad. You can't hear yourself think. So the noise, yeah, and obviously the Colombian players are used to that. Them mm. Germans must have been dizzy. Like hearing the noise, it would have been in their ears ringing, I'm telling you. Because they were loud. They come out in numbers. And I saw some of the partying going on after from the fans. They're honestly the amount of traveling fans they've got out there, it's must have felt like a home game for them. Oh, absolutely amazing. And I think, like you said, the the thing as well, to go against the Germans and to keep going after going a goal down, oh. like in the 90th, they equalized in the 90th. So late on, and then still thinking, 
we're still going to go for it. We're not yeah. going to try and play it in the corner. We're not going to try and get a draw. We are good enough to still take on the Germans and go and get a result. Like that, like that, that shows you that like there's no, the only way is up. Yeah. If we're going to lose, if we're going to go out, we're going out fighting, like literally. And that's, that's what I love about the mentality there. So yeah, absolutely great result. Mm, for, for Colombia, Erfa, Spain against Japan, right? I was obviously for me, I'm like, oh, it's a nothing game because obviously they're both qualified. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the lineups. Japan made five changes. Mm-hmm. Spain made one that they were forced into due to injury. Mm-hmm. Now we both watched the game. Yep. Spain <laughs> got peppered, and what I mean by peppered, I'm not talking peppered in terms of like possession because if you look at the stats and and all of that. Spain out-possessed them. I think it was like 74% to 26% possession. But I'm on about efficiency, which Mm -hmm. I've been saying from the opening game watching Japan, how efficient they are with the ball. They played them at their own game. They were like, okay, you know what? You can have the ball. I'm bearing in mind both of these nations in in the women's game love to possess the ball. Yeah. Japan were like, you can have the ball. We're going to hurt you on the counter-attack. They know how exposed Spain are when they possess Mm -hmm. the ball. They overcommit, which is what they did. And Japan absolutely hurt them in those transition moments and i was like don't get me wrong i've after watching the japan game in the opening game i was like you know what they were dark horse because no one spoke about them but did i think they were going to do that to japan with japan with a second string no mm-hmm. i didn't I did didn't. i mention I did i mention japan in the first pod uh, they are something else right they scored 11 goals without consistent conceding right mm-hmm. and they who, who do they who, who's the um who are they facing in the next round they got norway in, no in, in the last 16, Erfa, they could be plus 16 without conceding before the quarterfinal stage. Mate, they're in it. They're in it for the. They're in it for the race. They're in it for the war, not the fight. Right, and Crazy. like, and that's what you love about those nations. Like, they just get on with it. There's no like higgity haggity <laughs> around it. Like, they literally <laughs> come to the World Cup to win a tournament. You know we come up. You know, these, uh, we need to do these early mornings more often because you've come out with some catchphrases. <laughs> no, but it's true. There's, there's, there's no higgity-haggity. Let's go. Let's go win the tournament. Let's make sure we left the place as we found it. Like, they're just efficient in, in every, every every sense. I remember when I when I played against, when I went to China to play a, a tournament, they were practising things that, I'm just like, why are they practising slide tackling? Like, uh, part of the warm-up. used to do that in the warm-up. <laughs> Literally. I'm like... <laughs> Every aspect, yeah, every aspect of the game. You know, it's like sliding for nothing. They're literally. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> like, no one can say they weren't ready. Every ligament, everything's ready. <laughs> literally, headers, slide tackling, chest. There wasn't one part of the game they weren't oh, practicing beforehand. But I promise you, no, it, it's amazing. <laughs> but it's the dominant performance, like you said. Like I said, it's going to be like a, either a one nil. Or loads of goals. I, yeah, I knew it just weren't going to be like a, a draw or let's play a boring I game. Thought it might be a draw. Like I was like, I thought to be fair, all the all the games yesterday would have been a draw. I thought they were going to be a lot more closer than they were. Yeah. But yeah, mad. It's 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 amazing. But yeah, there's been so much good football sort of played. Top goal scorer is still like in the thick of things. We've got so many people um, in the race for that. Defenders, strikers. Um, you know what? You know what's a bit of a shock now, Earth, is that Portugal, mm-hmm. when they play the US now in a in a final group game, if they beat the US, they could knock them out. Could you imagine that? The group stages. <laughs> That's a big if. 
it's a big if but i needed to put it out there right it's a big if but if they beat us if us are going home what are we say remember i want us to go back to the first one remember i said there could be a shot like the big nations i just didn't think they were going to do well i know we're going to think this is I promise you, like, I know you're missing Carol, but... Could we beat Germany on Thursday? If <laughs> we beat Germany on Thursday. <laughs> My favourite before the tournament is going home. I, well, can't cope. I can't cope. Like, these ifs are, these ifs are scary, you know? Mate, if there, there's, there's been so much great, great stuff in this World Cup. I just... It's been early, yes, we've all, we all know that about being across the world, but it, it hasn't failed in terms of entertainment, in terms of new stars. Mm. Um, in the new stars of, definitely hasn't hasn't failed us, has it? The new stars, there's some good young hitters out there. Like I've enjoyed watching them. Like obviously there was loads of hype coming into mm -hmm. the tournament about next generation. Obviously the transition in most of the nations in terms of turnover of players. There's lots mm -hmm. of debutants, a lot of young players, and obviously the expectation of the young players delivering. Earth, uh, come on, name a few of young players that are like have gashed you already in this opening like group stages. Well, Lin Linda's always always gassed me. Actually, do you know who hasn't been spoken about who's done really well? Fowler. She yeah, she's she, done, but it's because she missed the second game. The opening game, she was a bit quiet. She only came into it in the second half, didn't she, when they started to try and play between the lines against uh, Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think she's she stepped up because I think they, <laughs> she was kind of in the shadows of Kerr, but she's always been that like young star that mm -hmm. no one's kind of... They've talked about her, I guess, at home, but no one's really kind of given her the time of day. Yeah. I think she had a really good... Um, a really good performance uh, the other day. So Fowler's been been yeah. good to me. I'm just trying to think who else off the top of my head. Uh, for Sophia Smith, I know I said it before. Well, we said, yeah, but that's... Ex I know, that but I, you know what? I said before the tournament, she's not your typical US player, is she? She's, she's not. She's better than what, you know, your typical kind of like athletic. The US mm -hmm. is more than that. Technically, of both, uh, the balance of both sides is like mad. Yeah. Like, uh, Obviously, we spoke about Tony Payne, the Nigerian yeah. the other day. Very good. Obviously, LJ, Lauren James, England. Um, I'm trying to think Endo, man. She's not young, but Endo for Japan. Mm -hmm. Ugh, she's not young, is she? But she's, she's performed she's, well. She's good. There's there's, there's loads of exciting people to, to look at. But what about, um, what's her name? Nahalia Benzina, the Moroccan, the first hijabi. Oh, hijabi. In uh, the women's World Cup, fantastic! Like that Mate, visibility, that that for visibility is like that's something else. That's like next level, like new level. The earth mm -hmm. the work that you do with your your foundation in terms of like you know how many Muslim girls you have attending your girls allowed. Mm -hmm. Mate, for them to visually see that, it's what I was talking about, and it's all about you going to do your work and going, yep, yeah, you know it can be done and it's achievable. And there are people like you to never see it. It's hard to believe it. Mm -hmm. To physically see it in a World Cup, it's got to be one of the highlights of the World Cup so far, for sure. Definitely. It's, it's, a, it's a major highlight for me, 100%. Like, yeah. I remember, like, when I was teaching and we had Ofsted come in and they were, like, shocked to see that my GCSE class, like, hijabi girls are playing, mm. like, like literally toe-to-toe -to -toe with the boys. They'd never really seen that in, in any space. But at a time where the French Football Federation has banned hijab wearing, yeah, like at a time where like the people are fighting to to wear mm -hmm. a, a like hijabs during competitive games to be at a World Cup, mad and and to demonstrate that in in twenty twenty three, like absolutely like amazing and it, and I think it should like obviously for other young girls 
it's inspiring. It's inspirational. Even like to be not even it's not even about being a first, but it's even like there's a bit of bravery in that. And I and I say that in the nicest possible way, but for somebody to to as you say, wear the hijab, right? Knowing that what can come of that, but actually probably not even realizing the impact she can have in, in, in wearing that. Because mm -hmm. she's different, she's standing out mm -hmm. amongst everybody that for them is not normal, right? Yeah. But the impact sure. of that for the future generation of Muslim girls and the game and, you know, certainly parents uh, that probably go, well, they don't want their, pet, their, their daughter to go and play because, it, you, you know, you can't go and play because you're not allowed to wear and cover up. Well, actually, mm -hmm. you can now. We've seen it. Mm -hmm. It's out there. So, I, I don't know, for the future of the game, and as you say, this, this hidden talent that obviously has never been able to emerge because of some of the barriers that have been in the way, it certainly knocked a few of them down, I believe. A hundred percent. And, yeah, for me, even just celebrating difference mm. like not even necessarily like just be like the religion like celebrating just different cultures coming together it's really showing that football speaks a language that mm -hmm. well sport in general that nothing else that crosses across so many different barriers like for me it's, it was just a super proud moment like I've seen it as someone who lives in it in a city that's played in like in normal P lessons or competing but not not to that level on the world stage so yeah, I, I look forward to seeing more girls representing their, their countries. And obviously Morocco's a, a sort of given in terms of a Muslim culture, but especially across African nations as well, like Muslim, there's a massive Muslim cohorts there. So it's, mm. for me, it's about how do we make sure girls in all these different spaces, and even in England, like it's a conversation that I've had, yeah. like around the FA, around resources, like obviously really big around sports bras and saying, can we make sure everyone's equipped to wear a sports bra? But I'm like, also is there like are hijabs available like do we make sure that if players come into a space these are the all the resources so there's no stone on turn like what is what are the things that any player could possibly need a bra boots shirts sim pads hijabs like that has to be included in our kit packs so mm. yeah i'm looking forward to seeing more girls of different cultures and representation across the across the game so really excited about that um what else what uh, else we got to talk uh, about in terms of Nothing because we oh, need to do. I'm just waiting for England in a few hours' time now, so I'm waiting for that game. I need to get excited for that. I need to take my Red Bull, obviously, get myself a little bit hyped. hyped. But um, Farrah, Red Bull, do you want to give me a drink actually? Let me get a Red Bull. Let me get a Red Bull sponsor because the amount of Red Bulls I've been paying out for it's mad. Um, Farrah, yeah, I know you're not going to want to do it, but do we can we get a prediction? I'm not predicting, I'm sick oh, of it. See, this I'm is what Farrah does. This is what Farrah does. She's so competitive, yeah, two no England, two no lionesses. Two nil Lionesses. Yeah, two nil. Okay. I keep saying three, but actually we can't even get past one. <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to say three nil. So you say two nil. I know. I promise you, I was going to say three nil. Of course she was. That's fine. Yeah, we'll do that. But yeah, you know what? I'm looking forward to the Lionesses today, but I'm also looking forward to our pod on Friday, where we can actually really get our teeth into the the, the round of sixteen and who plays who, and you know what we expect from those games. Okay, thank you for sending in your fans' questions. We love answering them, so please keep them coming thick and fast, even if we don't tell you to, to post them. Just send them in our in our DMs. Um, first question we had from Kel1012 um, was talking about next stars, uh, stars that have come through the World Cup. We already discussed that a little bit in the pod, so hopefully you got your answer around that. But Linda, that's one of the ones um, that we're definitely... Okay. It's all the L's, isn't it? Linda, LJ, yeah. Elder. Lauren, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we had one from Louise Davis and asking, is BBB going to be 
out in Australia doing some uh, correspondence. Farah? We are, we are. So, yeah, I'm heading out there for, obviously, the semi-finals and the finals. Um, super excited to get out there. Not super excited for the flight, though, that's for sure. But <laughs> we'll, be, <laughs> we'll be bringing BBB live from, yeah, the other side of the pond, right? Um, the pond. But I don't know how we're going to work that in terms of timing, but we will, and we'll bring you some updates. Um, we'll probably even do a couple of live instances on BBB um, from out in Oz. So, yeah, heading out there for the semis and the finals. Yeah, keep following uh, our updates because you might be on some live locations. You might be able to meet meet up with Farah and, and maybe we can go live. That'll be good. Yeah, we can go live on, on BBB. So look out, look out for that. Next question we got from Charlie O'Shea, twenty six, asking: Can Japan win the World Cup? I think anyone can, right, Faz? Yeah, I'm saying anyone. It's anyone. They've been the most efficient for group stages to, to, at the minute, in my opinion. Um, yeah, they've looked the most tidiest, the most yeah purposeful team, um, scoring goals as well. The clinical in front of goal. You think about yeah, yesterday's game against Spain, how clinical they was in front of goal. Um, they've as good a chance as anybody. Yeah, but yeah, I, I can't hold it right now. I can't. You know, before the tournament, Earth, I fought Germany, and obviously I was opening saying I, I was about to say. <laughs> Now you've obviously got the Lionesses had the clean sheets to to win. Obviously, if they win today, it's three clean sheets and a and a third win. Obviously, Japan, Spain. Loads of people are talking about in those opening two games. Obviously, had a test against Japan, which yeah failed miserably. But I'm sure they reflect on that. Um, obviously, the momentum now Australia got with that win over Canada, um, US, the Netherlands that are just coming yep. through quietly, quite quietly. So there's a few. So. Charlie O'Shea, 26, whatever number you are. <laughs> Trust me. They definitely are one of the few that have a chance of winning the World Cup. I'm sticking, I'm sticking to my guns. US definitely coming through for 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 Megan. And like I said, I think the Netherlands are just gonna be slowly, slowly just doing their thing. And yeah, and, and coming through. So yeah, looking forward to to seeing how far they can come. Um, and then, who knows? Le Blues. Nah. No? Nah. Lara, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay, well, keep keep the questions coming. Um, thank you for sending them in again, and we look forward to answering some more questions on boots, balls, and bras. You know what, guys, listeners, our regular listeners, don't wait for us to put out the arts questions, fire questions through the week, obviously through the tournament, because obviously we can catch up on them and as and when we can either get them in the pod or reply to you directly through inbox. So, yeah, the engagement is good for us. And those who are asking, my shoe size is seven. I like Nikes. Cheers. Four. <laughs> Bye. Adios. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 